So last night, recorded the podcast, edited it, and was about to publish when I found out about the Antonio Brown news. And decided to just public. There's so many things going on with it. I published the podcast last night and dived into the story, listened to reactions all today. Kind of got a handle of it now, so we're just going to go through it. This is... I like to be energetic, have some fun, be silly with this podcast. This is this is going to be a more serious one. Um, I'm going to try not to get too angry. I was getting... Boston Radio is a bunch of, bunch of assholes. Bunch of assholes on Boston Radio that are just making claims and talking about shit that they don't know about. And, yeah, I don't listen to them for that reason. And I tuned to them for a second. Well, we'll get to that later. Start off, there's two stories here. There is the story of Brittany Taylor and Antonio Brown. Then there is the story of the New England Patriots and Antonio Brown. We're going to start with Brittany Taylor. Much more serious, obviously. They, Antonio Brown and Brittany Taylor, met in college during Bible study. They've clearly had an on and off physical, real relationship, tough to tell, but they've been in contact since college. They visit each other, hung out a few multiple times. Antonio Brown claims that they've had a consensual sexual relationship. It would appear that they have had consensual sex. Brittany Taylor claims that there were incidents that were not consensual. That is a very serious allegation that needs to be taken very seriously, and it needs to be respected. There's three charges Brittany Taylor has levied against Brown. The first one, she claims he exposed himself to her unbeknownst and forcibly kissed her against her will. The second count, she claims they were watching a religious TV show together, Antonio Brown was behind her, and unknown to her, he began masturbating and eventually came onto her. That's when she became aware of it. She was distraught, to say the least, that he had done that. She was offended. She found it repulsive. The third and By far the worst allegation is that she claims in Miami in 2018 he pushed her down on a bed and raped her. She said no the entire time. She fought. Antonio Brown's a pretty strong guy. If he wanted to do that, nobody knows if he did. But if he wanted to do that, physically... He is capable of it. No idea if he did it or didn't do it. That is what she claims. She has filed civil charges against him, not criminal charges. She has said she will cooperate with the NFL. The NFL has stated it will do its own investigation into the matter. Alright, we'll just get into this one now. Civil versus criminal. If you're making an opinion about whether or not you think this happened or didn't happen, 
You're a fucking cunt. These are serious and legitimate allegations and they're to be taken seriously. No one is allowed to have an opinion on whether this did or did not happen. We're letting the courts decide. She has the right to make these allegations. She has the right to defend these allegations. She has the right to present her case and her evidence of these allegations. Nobody knows what did or didn't happen to her except for her and Antonio Brown. These are very difficult cases because there's no evidence. It's he said, she said. It's, do you believe her story? Do you believe his story? Whether or not you believe those stories doesn't fucking matter. Shut your goddamn mouth. 98.5, the Sports Hub, 93.7, WEI. Both has radio broadcasters insinuating that she's lying. They're skeptical of her. Shut your cunt mouths. She gets her day in court. She is allowed. If these allegations are true, it is unimaginably scary and frightening to come out with them. Brittany Taylor is a nobody. And she's putting her name across America. This is the biggest news story in sports today. This was the New York fucking Times. She is letting know when she goes ahead with this case, she knows that every person in America is aware that she was raped by Antonio Brown. You think that's something somebody wants to come out and say that they want everyone to know? That's a pretty private fucking matter. So it is brave and it is courageous for her to come out and say something. For people to be skeptical of it, to form an opinion, you don't know shit. Nobody knows shit. It's he said, she said. A lot of people are pointing to she must just be looking for money. Antonio Brown's defense is that she's just looking for money. A lot of people are choosing to believe that because she filed civil charges, not criminal charges. As eloquently stated, a lot better than me, Mike Florio, he had a good podcast, Pro Football Talk. He had a great podcast that explained the legal side, the legal strategies behind this case. The burden of proof in a criminal case is extremely high. Without a shadow of a doubt, we all know the saying. This is a he said, she said case. There is no be beyond a reasonable doubt. She cannot prove this happened. There is no hardcore damning evidence. The only way there's evidence in a rape case is if she was to go to the hospital or go to the police immediately after it happened or there was photographic or video evidence of this happening. Neither exist. There is no evidence. There's no way to prove that this did or did not happen. If she took this to criminal case, it would lose. End of story. There is no criminal case. Guess what? If it's true, imagine being in that position. If you were raped by an A-list 
professional athlete, you think it's just automatic to go running to the police, to go running and telling? The vast majority of people in that situation are not going to say shit. They're going to keep their mouth shut. They're going to be embarrassed. They're going to be ashamed. That is a horrific, horrific thing to go through. And to expect someone to go sprinting to the police, to go sprinting and tell in that situation is ridiculous. Commend, absolutely commend and applaud anyone who is brave enough to immediately run to the police. But most people in that situation are not going to say shit. They're going to be in shock. They're going to be in fear. They're not going to know what the hell to do. They're probably not going to be able to tell their own family. Never mind, go tell the police and make a national story about it. So to say that she's just looking for money because she's filing civil charges and not criminal, you're a fucking dumbass, you're ignorant, and you're an asshole. So shut your damn mouth. This is a civil case because that is the only chance she has to win. In a civil case, it can be 51%. You only need 51% in your favor to win. You just need a majority. And in a he said, she said case, it has to be a civil case. If there's no evidence, which there's no hardcore evidence, there's no physical evidence in this case, then there can't be a criminal case. And that's shitty but there's nothing you can do about it. The fact is she didn't go to the police. She didn't go to the hospital that night as most people would not. And there was no video camera recording the incident, which means there's either a civil case or there's no case. In regards to her waiting this amount of time to come out with the case, same damn thing. Maybe she didn't want her name plastered across the New York Times, across every TV, every radio station, talking about how she was physically and sexually assaulted. Not a great thing. I don't know if you'd want the entire country talking about how you were sexually assaulted. Probably don't want that out there. Maybe a little embarrassing. Maybe a little shameful. She's brave for coming out with that. All right text message that came out june 29th 2018 there's a text from antonio brown to Brittany taylor in which brown admits to the second accusation in which he masturbated onto her back he says he's going to joke about it with his friends he talks about having consensual sex with taylor he talks about how miss taylor isn't going to trick him, isn't going to trick his baby mama, how she isn't going to get paid, how Miss Taylor's mom isn't going to get paid. He calls her a bitch over 10 times, probably over 20 times. He makes fun of her for being a failure at business and owning a gym. He calls her a failure in life. He calls her a loser for living with with her mom. He calls her a loser for living on his couch. He shreds her. He just absolutely shreds her. I mean, I read it maybe five, six times just to make sense of it. Like, the way he talks about it, he sounds like an absolute idiot and a moron. Rambling, angry. He just sounds like an asshole. He sounds like a complete fucking asshole. 
Brown's defense, Antonio Brown claims around the time of the first two accusations, he had invested $1.6 million into her company, and then after he found out that she was using that $1.6 million, small part of it, to pay off a $30,000 tax debt that the IRS was coming after her for, he retracted the $1.6 million investment. Around the third and most serious accusation, she was living and training him for the 2018-2019 NFL season. Brown claims Miss Taylor slept over his house 10 days after the third accusation, And in May of 2018, she hung out with him at a strip club and solicited him back to have sex with her. He plans on countersuing her for this. Thin skin moved. I don't know. Nobody knows what happened there. But AB sure as hell has always looked and continues to look like an insecure, thin-skinned asshole. Someone comes at him, he barks back at them ten times more. People I listen to, people I respect, Bill Simmons, Dave Portnoy, Mike Florio, Kirk Minahan. I was impressed. None of them took sides. Everyone said, look, it's he said, she said. We're not making comments because we don't know what happened. Nobody knows what happens. So there's no way to make any comments. I was glad to hear that from them. I was appalled that the Boston sports media is trying to take a side. And they're trying to take Antonio Brown's side. It doesn't matter. Taking her side, taking his side. You cannot take a side. Nobody knows what happens. Patriots put out a statement we're going to move on because it's, it's a horrible thing. It's going to be put to the courts. I'm sure the court hearings are going to drag out for months, for years. It's he said, she said. They're both going to tell their story in court. They're going to be cross-examined very aggressively. And then a jury is going to decide whose story is the truth. Before that, they may settle. Antonio Brown may pay her. He may not. If they settle, we'll truly have no conclusion about this. If it reaches a jury decision, which is usually unlikely in these situations, then we'll, I'm going to believe the court. I choose to believe the court, whatever they decide, because they're the ones that are going to hear every single detail of the story. They're the ones that are going to be able to look at Antonio Brown, look at Brittany Taylor in person, And decide who looks like they're lying and who looks like they're telling the truth. So I hope the jury reaches a decision on this eventually. And that's the decision I will choose to believe. Most likely this is just going to be settled before then. And if it gets settled before then, then I will have no opinion on whether this did or did not happen. People are going to love to make the opinion. Oh, Antonio Brown realized he was going to lose. So he drops the countersuit. He pays her out. He was guilty. Oh, see, she finally got a number she was willing to accept. 
that Antonio Brown was willing to pay, she was making this all up to get money for him. If they settle, the truth is nobody will ever know what happens, except for Brittany Taylor and Antonio Brown. If it reaches a decision, people still won't ever actually know, but I'm going to choose to believe the court if it reaches that point. Moving on, because there's just no, there's no answers in any of that. The story of the Patriots, Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft, Tom Brady, and their relationship with Antonio Brown. Not as serious of a story. Not as serious. But still a very interesting and very intriguing story. Patriots put out a statement last night saying we don't condone sexual violence, we don't have any comments, yada yada. And then they say that they will wait for the NFL to investigate to come up with their own decision on Antonio Brown. They're not going to say anything. They're not going to do anything. They're going to wait for the NFL to investigate. Interesting to me. The biggest question here is, did the Patriots know about this before they signed Antonio Brown? The word seems to be that they did not know about this They had no idea. I'm beginning to believe that they had to have known. They had to have known. If you're taking a troubled guy onto your team, just logically, you're hiring someone. They're a great talent, but they're kind of a pain. You think the New England Patriots, they already were interested in Antonio Brown back when the Steelers were trying to get rid of him. He's been on their radar. He didn't just pop up and they snagged him. He's been on their radar. If you think the Patriots aren't investigating a guy like Antonio Brown to the nth degree, you're an idiot. They knew. They investigated this guy. Maybe they didn't find out about this, but they sure as hell investigated. They looked for problems. They looked for what they were going to run into. And this was not a surprise. This happened over a year ago. Brittany Taylor has been building this case. Drew Rosenhaus went on ESPN and admitted that he was anticipating, him and Antonio Brown had been anticipating these allegations. They knew about it. They knew this was coming. How, how could the Patriots have not known? Now the Patriots are just going to wait for the NFL to make a decision? If the Patriots had been blindsided by this, if they had no idea about this, if Antonio Brown comes to the Patriots and says, I'm done. That was all BS in Oakland. I thought I was better than that situation. Let me come to your team. Let me be good with you. I'll be on my best behavior. I don't have any skeletons left in my closet. I want to be a part of your respected, a part of your elite organization. And then the night before his first practice, he doesn't step on the field yet. It's the night before his very first practice. Rape allegations get brought up that Antonio Brown knew about, and he lied to the Patriots, and he didn't tell them about that. His ass is gone. Gone. Fuck the NFL. Fuck their investigation. If Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots have any kind of backbone, and Antonio Brown truly lied to them, and they had no idea this was coming, he'd be gone. He would be out of here so fast. They had to have known. They, there's no way they didn't know. They're keeping him around. 
He practiced today. The Patriots had to have known about this. If they were lied to, and they're still holding on to Antonio Brown, everything I know about the New England Patriots is wrong. I don't know anything about the New England Patriots. Could be cut. Much lesser case, but we saw this was Patrick Chung. Patrick Chung told the New England Patriots about the cocaine charges. He told them that this was going to come up. It comes up. It's all good. Patriots know it's not a surprise. They have headlines prepared. They have comments, statements prepared. If you give the Patriots warning, you can get into trouble and you're going to be all right. If you blindside the Patriots with a gigantic sideshow, rape allegations, 24, everyone in the sports media is talking about this and this alone. If the Patriots got blindsided with that kind of level of story, Antonio Brown's gone. He's gone. The Patriots knew. The Patriots knew about this, and they signed him anyway. They might not have known that the allegations were going to be brought up and filed yesterday. They might have thought they had a little more time. Maybe they did know it was yesterday. I don't know. But they had to have known about this. Bill Belichick in his press conference today. He said Antonio Brown and his team has put out their statement. That's the statement. I'm not making any further comment. Typically, this is what he does. He says the Patriots have put out a statement. I'm not making any further comment. That's the statement. It's what he does. Can't expect anything else from him. A couple interesting things that Belichick did say, though. Belichick said he would comment when he knew more. Implying that he's blindsided. I don't know if I believe that. So what I think he means when he says he'll comment when he knows more is referring to the New England Patriots official statement. That he's going to comment when he knows more about what the NFL is going to do to Antonio Brown. He's waiting to see what their punishment is to say more because he knows about this. He's known about this for a while. And he's waiting to see what the NFL is going to do. He also sided with the reporters. I think if Belichick's blindsided with this, he's in a bad mood. He's in a real bad mood. He's not going to want to go in front of the media. He's not going to want to answer questions. Belichick doesn't like being surprised by this kind of bullshit. Belichick was on the Patriot, on the reporters' sides a little bit. He said he appreciated the questions, but what's said has been said. I can't comment any further. He was actually kind of nice about it. Which to me, again, reinforces he knew this was coming. He knew he was going to have to go in front of reporters at some point and talk about this or not talk about this. He doesn't seem caught off guard. The NFL, as far as their investigation's going, they're considering putting Antonio Brown on the commissioner's exempt list. What that would mean, if it were to happen, Antonio Brown would be ineligible to play or practice. However, he would be allowed on the team facility. He'd be allowed to participate in all non-football activities, which means meetings, it means treatment, it means workouts. He's at Gillette every day. He's in all the meetings. He's keeping up with the team. He's essentially a part of the team, except he doesn't count towards the 53-man roster, and he can't practice or play. 
He still gets paid his weekly checks. Just doesn't show up on Sunday. And he can't go get reps during the week. Patriot fans. I was against Antonio Brown being signed. I talked myself into it very quickly. Because I drank the Kool-Aid. I said, hey, this guy seems like an asshole. Seems like a diva. Big ego. But there's nothing that says he's a legitimate asshole. A rapist kind of asshole. It just seemed like he was an Instagram diva. And that was it. And so I said, all right, he's going to keep his mouth shut, at least for this season. He's going to do his job. He's an incredible talent. I'm on board with it. But Patriot fans said, and I was on this bandwagon, it's a no, it's a fina- financial risk only. Because if he causes any trouble, we cut him, gone. See ya. $9 million, that's what we're risking. If we have to cut him, we lose $9 million. So what? $9 million, not a big deal. That was the storyline before all this came out. Now it comes out. He's in. He's at practice. He's in pads. He's wearing jersey number one. What the fuck? Get this guy the fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? Trouble? Does this not qualify as trouble? Rape allegations? Before the first practice? 24-7 headline story? ESPN? New York Times? I think that counts as getting in trouble. So why isn't he cut? We said let's bring the talent in. If the talent's got any problems with him, we send the talent on its way. Why isn't he cut? Would reason to believe we knew about the trouble that the talent had when the talent came in. The Patriots, all logic points to the Patriots knowing about this. Bill Belichick and Drew Rosenhaus have a good relationship. There are many Drew Rosenhaus clients on the New England Patriots. If Drew Rosenhaus, who has publicly said he knew this was coming out, lied to Bill Belichick, that would tarnish the relationship of Bill Belichick and Drew Rosenhaus. That would be bad business. That would take away money from Drew Rosenhaus. Agents like money. They're in it for the money. They do everything for the money. Drew Rosenhaus makes more money if he has players on the New England Patriots winning Super Bowls, getting primetime games, getting their names out there, getting big contracts for being in the spotlight, for winning those Super Bowls. Drew Rosenhaus, it is in his best interest to be truthful with Bill Belichick. He knew about this. He immediately says he knew about this. He had, to have tell, he had to have told Belichick before they signed Antonio Brown. The relationship of Drew Rosenhaus and Bill Belichick is bigger than the Drew Rosenhaus-Antonio Brown relationship. Guaranteed. I, that is bigger. Bill Belichick makes more money for more sustainably for Drew Rosenhaus than Antonio Brown will. Antonio Brown could tear an ACL and be gone tomorrow. Bill Belichick is here for a long time. The Patriots are going to be here for a long time. Drew Rosenhaus is not about to backstab and blindside Bill Belichick like this. Drew Rosenhaus knew. Bill Belichick knew. Bill Belichick took in a troubled receiver, 
with up-and-coming rape allegations, and he signed him to a one-year deal, and then he gave him a team option extension for $20 million. Wonder why that was a team option. Wonder why Antonio Brown accepted a team option. Pretty crazy deal. Maybe it was because they thought these allegations wouldn't come out till next year. Maybe they could sign that deal. Maybe they'd blow over. They'd come out and blow over. And then by the time it was in the offseason, ready to sign that second extension, we're all good. Air's cleared. Bill Belichick knew about this. That's the biggest point, and that bothers me. On a personal level, as much as I admire Bill Belichick, I love him. I've loved him for years. I've looked up to him for years. <sighs> I don't know. I really don't like this. This bothers me. This really affects me. He had to have known about this. And he sold out. He wanted the talent. We all saw the team in week one. This is a good fucking team. We didn't need Antonio Brown. Nice to have Antonio Brown. We didn't need his talent on the roster. We can be competitive without him. Belichick. Belichick's being greedy. He's being a little immoral. He's being a little greedy. Other part of this is how does how does this affect the locker room? Because I know there's good guys in that locker room. Tom Brady invited this guy into his house. Did Tom? I, there's so much to this story. If Belichick knows, does he not tell Tom Brady? If Tom Brady knows, does he invite an alleged rapist into his house with his wife and kids? What? None of this makes sense. I don't understand any of it. Now the locker room, I mean, I'm guessing there's some guys in there that have issues with rapists. And if that's what they believe, again, no idea. Nobody but Antonio Brown and Brittany Taylor know what happened. But if the players in the Patriots locker room believe that Antonio Brown is guilty, they're going to have issues with Antonio Brown. And that's going to create issues in the locker room. And that's going to end up with losses. This team is good. This team is... It's a team. They are together. They looked like one unit last week. They looked incredible. Everyone was working together. Everyone was doing their job. Why is Bill Belichick bringing in a guy with an ego? With serious off-the-field issues? Why is he bringing that guy into this locker room? I, I cannot wrap my brain around it. I have no idea. And if he truly was blindsided, why the fuck hasn't he cut Antonio Brown? Get this asshole out of here. We don't need him. We don't want him. Get him the fuck out. I don't know. This is a crazy case. This is a crazy case, and I really wish Antonio Brown wasn't on the Patriots. That's all I got.